Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the show. If you are sat at your desk, hating your life, thinking you want something a little bit different, or just want to literally pick the desk up, flip it upside down, and go and... You don't have to tell your boss totally to get fucked, but you're on that sort of wavelength, then today's show is probably going to resonate with you. My guests are two, I guess you'd call them ex-Dubai residents. Luke lived here for about eight years and Claire for 10 years. It wasn't so sudden, but they decided that they'd had enough of Dubai and they were moving to Australia and they were going to buy a van. And that is basically what we talk about. That happened almost three years ago. They're now onto their second van. They have a child with them and they're not done yet. They're still planning to travel more around Australia. Super inspiring chat with these two. They tell you all about how to do it, how not to have regrets, and some of the pretty cool places they have been, as well as places they wanna go to. One of the biggest things that I personally took from the show is the dynamic of the relationship and really Claire's cool attitude just to go along with everything and Luke's attitude to go, let's just do it. Super inspiring and hopefully this will help a lot of people. If you're looking for a fun and safe environment to work out in with a whole group of awesome people, then I think we have what you're looking for. For over two decades here at InnerFight, we've been teaching our mainline class. We've done some things well, some things we've made mistakes, we've transformed some lives, we've had some couples that have met and made babies, that's a different thing. We've changed and continue to challenge ourselves to deliver what we think is probably, or hopefully, one of the best hours of our client's day. Come and give it a shot. If it's your first class, then it's always on the house. Drop us a note, winning at innerfight.com, and we'll get back to you, and we'll get you into your class. We'll catch you at the gym soon. This is episode number 781 of the Inner Fight podcast, Van Life with Claire and Luke. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the show. And as I was saying in the introduction, this one is probably not a lot about health and fitness, although it could be because both of the people that are with me today are super fit or keep super fit and are, yeah, well, both of you, I mean, come on, Luke, like, I, that's what I want to say. Who cares where it started? I want to ask you one question out of the blocks. And yeah. this is not, Claire, I'll come to you in a second because I don't want you to feel like I don't appreciate how physically fit you are and that you've had a child recently. But Luke, you've kept in super good shape over the last three years, building vans and driving <coughs> driving your van around Australia. What's your, what is your hat? And then we'll move on to, we'll move off health and fitness. What, how have you stayed in good shape, mate? That's my question. Honestly, I've got no idea, mate. <laughs> it's all my cooking. It's Claire's, it's Falconer's cooking. It's her, her amazing <laughs> cooking on the road, and that just keeps me trim. And then all I have to do is 15 minutes of body weight, and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I do probably four or five days a week, 20 yeah. minutes body weight session. That's all I can really get in with, especially with Bo now, because we have a little yeah. toddler. Yeah. Um, 
I just don't have the time to do more than that. I'm not going to a gym anymore since COVID. Like I did, you know, just at, at home bodyweight workouts. And that's based, I've got my dumbbells in the van. So that yeah. adds a little bit to it, but that's pretty much it, mate. I, I just try and do what I can. He's got these two 17.5 kilogram dumbbells oh, that he travels around <laughs> everywhere with. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? You're bringing those freaking dumbbells. You <laughs> have to plan the van out based yeah. on weight. So I'm like, where am I going to put the dumbbells? Where am I going to put this? <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I... It's me. It's my yeah, cooking. It so yeah. We'll come cool. to your cooking in a minute, Claire. But I, I have to say, out of all the observations that Holly had about you guys, it was those dumbbells, Claire, that really caught her eye. I know you've made a lot of effort on getting out the van, but she's like, he always has fucking dumbbells. Like, what's <laughs> <laughs> so- well, funny is because when we were in Australia during COVID, I got those dumbbells like a month before COVID kicked off. And then right. you couldn't buy dumbbells. You couldn't buy weights anywhere. And yeah. somebody messaged me saying, when <laughs> did you get those dumbbells? I need some weights. I'm stuck in bloody Noosa, sunny coast somewhere. And yeah. I mean, where, do, where do I get them? And there were no, like, you couldn't get them at that you point. Could, I, yeah. I think she got, got letting them off someone. But, um, yeah, it's funny because she was just, like, angling for weights. And I, I didn't have an answer for her. I think that's why she's uh, she's got a special bond with your dumbbells, mate, and and yeah, a lot of appreciation. Dumbbells, <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that before we get into why you went there. Like, how that was a massive question, and, and Claire, you you've really talked yourself up already about being a massively great cook. How does one be a good cook living in a van where you literally have like sixty centimeters square to cook on? Yeah, um, I mean, we've got a barbecue, we've got an air fryer, that's all you need, right? It's down to the van build, mate. Okay, yeah. what it is, is layout of kitchen, where you can put the barbecue, you're going to have a portable gas cooker, you're going to have the electric hob that's portable, so but really, it's, 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 it's a mixture of efforts here. Also. <laughs> you don't need much. Um, no, that was the prerequisite I had with the van, I just wanted bench space, so yeah. I wanted a fridge and bench space, and those were the, everything else I was, ha- oh, and a good bed. So that was my three prerequisites and I got yeah. them. So did you, you got them straight out of the blocks, did you? They like yeah. nailed it. Wow. Beds. I mean, what else do you want, right? A Mate, I'm with bed. you. I'm with you. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. funny. It is funny because a lot of the, a lot of the races I do that are, are sort of overnight or multi-day stuff, like people spend a lot of money on, on kit, right? And I've always been like the only the the main thing I'm going to put money into is my mattress. And I have um, I have yeah. this inflatable portable mattress which was like is about two or three hundred dollars. And it's like you can get a, like a blow up mattress for for ultras for like I don't know sixty dollars. And I've been like from the start I'm like no I'm having this three hundred dollar mattress. And everyone's like what the hell is that? And I'm I'm exactly the same as you. I'm like if I can sleep well after a race I'm. Uh, everything everything's going to be good everything else is good yeah exactly. ultra sleep is like your that's like crazy, right why would yeah. you spend the money on like sleep is your that's your thing <laughs> you need it yeah exactly right yeah let's so, wind back yeah. then guys three years ago as we spoke about before we started or just under three years ago you guys made a decision that after being in dubai for quite a few years you were gonna leave tell us yeah you tell the story. I'm not going <laughs> to tell it. Go. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I can tell my version. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the first time I've done a couple 
podcast on one screen that are sat so close to each other and it's so oh, no. good. Should we just move away a little bit? <laughs> no, it's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, we always wanted to move back to Oz and there was no real good time. But um, I guess it was the catalyst was us wanting to start a family. Yeah. Um, and like Oz, we just wanted to raise them here. But yeah, I was just working way too much. And I was probably like, I loved my job and I loved all my clients and I loved everything about it. But I was uh, working like 15 hour days. So I was knackered. And yeah, we just wanted to live the simple life. I think I was like drilling myself into the ground. So I think, yeah, it was just more about our own health and mental at that time, I think. Yeah, for me. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, we, we just always knew that we wanted to end up in Australia and we wanted to settle down and start a family in Australia. And yeah. Claire was always like, oh, maybe another year, another year. And I was like, no, we, we've been here. We both, you know, most people come to Dubai with like two or three year plans. Yeah. And they're there for, you know, Claire was there for 10 years. I was there for almost eight. And it's like, we can't keep delaying this. We're just going to do it now. I know you're worried about your business and sacking up your clients. You love all your, your, your clients, but we're just going to have to, you know, let them make the decision and go for it. So, that's what we did. So I was like, we're just doing it. We're doing it this January or whatever. Um, yeah. Just made it happen. And, but prior to that, we'd always been looking at where do we want to live in Australia? Because a lot of Claire's families in Melbourne area, but we were right. like, we're in Dubai. It's hot here. We're kind of used to warmer temperatures. We don't want to live in Melbourne. So where are we going to live in Australia? So we had the plan to basically get a caravan and do a big lap of Australia and figure out where the hell we want to live on this huge in this huge country. Um, and then we got into as we were looking into it, we were like, nah, yeah, but van life is the cool thing to do these days. You, you yeah. build your own van, you do it exactly the way you want, you make it look cool as fuck, and then you just go for it. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so that's what I got like super into that idea. And then it was like researching as we were still in Dubai. And then I think we got here end of Jan 2020, and then we bought a van within a week, within seven days wow. of being in Melbourne. And then I was straight into the van build. And then COVID kicked off two months later. It was like mad. <laughs> mad. So, I want to just try and understand a little bit for because there's obviously a lot of people that live in Dubai and have lived here for, uh, you guys live, that's a solid hit, like eight to 10 years of your life yeah. in during during that, that age gap as well, yeah. like your, during that time. How difficult was it? to get out because a lot of people are, are like, Oh, I can't leave. And you know, it's, it's, it, it kind of, you, you worked hard, Claire, and we do work hard here, but it's kind of an easy life. And it's so how, what really, what tipped the scales for you guys to say, fuck it, we're off. Honestly, me, it was Luke. I I don't think I would have done she it. still be in Dubai, mate. <laughs> I mean, like I always wanted to be in Oz and I knew that, but yeah. I, like the life and my job, it, it kept me there. So, yeah, I was scared shitless. Like there's no way I would have bitten. But Luke's just like, yeah, let's just go for it. And I'm like, all right. I'm just really? I'm more of a, a, a risk, risk taker. taker. Um, yeah. Risks, of course. But like I'll always go for something. If I want something, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do the research and let's make it happen. It's the same as moving to Dubai. People move to Dubai because yeah. they're ambitious. They want a different lifestyle, right? You're ready to to live a different life than where we, what you had originally. And then yeah. it's on to the next thing or whatever new thing you want to take on, new adventure. And I was just like, we're doing it. So I made Claire go, yeah, we're going. Yeah. That's probably why you've been, I guess we'd call it successful together. Like that mix of 
of your yeah. personality, Luke, and then it, mi- it mixes with you, Claire, because you kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go along with it because actually I do want to do it, but I just need this guy to just like push me and just, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it, it is. Cause I'm always interested why, like a, how people get here and then b how people leave because it's, yeah. it, it, it's what we said. So you've got back to Melbourne, you've bought a van within a, a week with the idea, as you said, to try and find somewhere like okay we're just going to drive around this massive fucking continent to try and find somewhere to live that must have been exciting but also daunting and then we've thrown covid in the mix so give us a little bit of an insight to those first sort of i guess it was the first three or four months which led into about six or seven months of covid nightmares and van bills and talk us through it yeah i mean we were we were super lucky with COVID, to be honest. Like, the, it all kicked off in, what, like March, so we were still halfway through the build. But mm. us didn't obviously get hit hard at the start, so everything was still, like, Bunnings, if anyone knows Australia, Bunnings was still open, and that's all we needed. So we were like, Sweet, Bunnings is open, we're sorted. Um, get your snacks. Yeah. Get, get your tools. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, the minute it the van build finished, we just hit the road. Um, but yeah. also uh, when we actually moved, like we're backtracking a bit, but when we yeah. moved to Australia, I was pregnant. Um, but then I unfortunately miscarried. So it was kind of like, it was like an all these things happened. And anyway, it was meant to be. And then we hit the road and as the borders closed, we just got further north. And then we were in Queensland for the whole of melbourne's lockdowns and australia wide lockdown which was the whole winter so we were locking up in like yeah. tropical queensland whilst everyone in melbourne was freezing their asses off lockdown in their houses and people were just <laughs> sorry <us>. yeah <laughs> it was great for us we were we were stuck in queensland in our van and just kind of traveling around but we oh, couldn't girl. get through so we wanted to do a lap like you said um, yeah but WA, Western Australia, was completely locked out to the rest of Australia for almost two years. Almost, you know, the whole of the time COVID was around pretty much. And so yeah. was the NP. So we were kind of stuck in Queensland. We didn't want to come back down again, obviously, during winter. So we yeah. stayed up there. And then um, Claire, we had a couple of miscarriages within that time, obviously, the first one. And then Claire got pregnant. Again, we found out we were pregnant as we were sailing around the Sundays, which is pretty magical stuff. We're on a boat, like, just in the beautiful uh, Sundays. It's an absolute paradise. Uh, and then out Claire, Claire was pregnant, and we were, like, super happy. And, yeah, life life was good, but there were a couple of complications with pregnancy, so we decided not to go into, like, the outback kind of NT area anyway and decided yeah. to come back down the coast. But, yeah, it worked out pretty well, to be honest. Yeah, we yeah. were just lucky. Like, And yeah. then we, we came back to Melbourne and COVID was effectively over. Like, you know. Wow, over. that's super cool. Talk yeah. us through then. So you pick up this van in the first week. And, I mean, mate, you, I, as far as I know, neither of you are mechanics by trade or joiners by trade. So how does one go about this whole conversion and this love affair with Bunnings? You would be right on that, mate. Um, <laughs> we've had literally the most we've ever done is probably you know an IKEA desk, like most people, especially in Dubai. You get people to do that stuff. I didn't right? even do an IKEA. I paid someone to do my IKEA. <laughs> exactly. You get the guys down the road to come and sort it out. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it was literally a huge learning curve, and I was, I was, I, that was what I was kind of excited about that as part of the process of learning how to build stuff because I've come from a marketing job and I've always been a bit. Uh, 
I don't have regrets, but I've always been a bit like, oh, you know, I don't want to be in that kind of computer uh, desk role. And I feel like I've missed out on doing some stuff with maybe my hands or some experience or different work-related kind of jobs. And so yeah. I was like, I'm just going to learn how to build stuff and do it in a van. And really? so I taught myself uh, through Instagram and YouTube, basically, how to do every single but- step of the, the process. Of, apart from the electrics and the plumbing, I was like, this is way over my head. I'll outsource that and I'll just build the rest of the van on that. But he's a very like anal slash OCD type person. So, right. It's not hard at all. It's very well reflected in the way that you built that first van, mate. So everyone can see it. Right. Players like, let's get on the road. I'm like, yeah exactly if you more days if it takes a little bit longer i mean it's worth it i'm not not yeah yeah but it takes a a little bit longer like i'm just like yeah done yeah sweet looks good we like the opposite of personalities in that sense she would like she she had one job to like stick a little uh what
we just weren't sure about how, like you have different roles with living in a van is quite different like you have d- daily jobs that you need to do different roles that each person needs to do and i think we were just finding our feet and it was really cold we went up to the victorian highlands highlands and it was almost snowing temperatures and we were just freezing wow. um so it was a little hard i think our first 10 days but as soon as we got kind of across the border into new south wales got a bit warmer got to the coast we were loving it yeah. like it was real good was but it took good. a little bit of time to kind of find our feet and like you, you just don't know little things like where do we fill up water you don't know that you can go to pretty much every petrol station and there'll be they have water taps that have drinking water you can literally just fill up there instead of going to a caravan park right it's little things that you just learn as you go um but yeah how did you you, you spoke about like daily tasks that you have to do to sort of keep the van i guess clean and how did you go about that and how do you split those up like <laughs> i can imagine <laughs> He's the boss. <laughs> what do I have to do today, Falcon? I'm like, sweet, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Seriously, that's kind of it. But like Claire does the cooking, I do the dishes. We kind of I don't know. I do like the I have to do the toilet. So Claire takes the dump in the toilet. I've got to then take it out and empty the toilet. Uh, you know, so I do the lesser um, glamorous jobs. glamorous jobs, you might say. Um <laughs> yeah you just kind of it takes a while you get used to each other's jobs and you kind of yeah know your role (laughs) it's so good what (laughs) when did you or was there a point where like because you follow these sort of journeys of people traveling like this and and doing vans and you only really see the instagram side of it which looks quite freeing and almost like liberating was there a point where you just felt totally liberated did you just like one morning when you'd got your routine about you did you sort of wake up and went fuck this is it we're just it's us in this van yeah I think there was a uh, lot of multi- moments. multiple moments yeah. like that you you could because caravan parks or just free camp or just being in a van you can park up in the best real estate in Australia so you can be on water's edge like ocean front you can literally open your back doors up and like there's the ocean there's the beach you know, Marcus, you can go for a run down the beach, then take a swim, run up the mountain. Like, the world is your oyster, mate. Like, and it's, it's so literally good. like you open your doors. Like, we were traveling the whole of Wales season, and I'm obsessed with Wales. And you right. just open your doors, and there's like a pod of Wales just there. And yeah, it's just magical. like, it's good. It's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. So, we have many moments like that. But yeah, it's definitely not all <laughs> glamorous. And, mm. but it's, um, yeah, we really enjoyed the life. And I think the people you meet on the road, are freaking awesome as well like it is yeah. like it's just really like-minded like go-getter people like just everyone on the road is really awesome um and i think that's what holds you in it's actually really social so yeah, yeah. It's, um yeah do you ever get to a point where you just don't want to speak to people though yes <laughs> he does. Like, i oh imagined you did right oh, i'd be exactly like, the same oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, the thing is with our van it's quite um I don't know, unique. We get we get a lot of comments about it. And so if we go to a caravan park, for instance, all the grey nomads, so the older guys will come over and, oh, you built your van. They'll want to chat for like two hours, which is great. I love them. It's super friendly and they're yeah, awesome people. Yeah. I don't have two hours every morning to chat to a new grey <laughs> nomad about how I built my van or like what I'm doing 
you know, next. But it's a pain in the ass because Luke just sat there and would just open his laptop and then start. And then I would have to go and talk to him for like two hours. I'd be like, you palm them off, I I can't deal with it anymore. I'd be be the same, mate. I'd I'd always like put a a sign up, like no talking today or something like that. (laughs) We can't open the door today. And I'm like, we'll get to spots and we'll see even people on the road. And Luke's like, I'm working. I'm like, all right, sure. Really? You get to a point where you rock up to places and, and there's just people everywhere. It's a very social community. And like it's kind of a small community and people will follow the seasons, right? So if it's winter, everyone's kind of in Queensland and everyone's right. kind of in similar spots. And so it's very social. And as soon as everyone wakes up, everyone wakes up you know, to the birds and light and everyone's up at the crack of dawn making coffees and they want to have chats, and which is great. It's amazing. But if you need to get a few things done, it's just like, oh, I need to, I want to get done now. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. So, you know. yeah. Well, that's what I can see. I, I can see exactly. And I think I'd be the same as, as you, Luke. I'd be like, no, I need to, I need to get this done. I need to do this bit yeah. of work. I need to do that. Whereas Holly would just be like, just chatting, you yeah, know, and well, then yeah. come back like three hours later and like, so what should we do today? And it's like, half the day's <laughs> gone already. <laughs> She'd be exactly, gone, yeah. She'd be exactly. <laughs> Talking yeah, about work, what, how does it all add up? Like, were you guys working on the road? Obviously, Luke, you, you've built a, a, a super nice business in, in Wildwood, sunglasses, watches, all, all sorts of wooden things. How have you guys continued that? Or like, what's the story? Uh, yeah, well, that, that was one of the tricky elements because we got to Oz at the end of Jan. In March, April, COVID really kicked off. And then it, it, we were going to live essentially off Wildwood whilst we travelled off that business whilst we travelled around Australia. Mm. And then before we even left on the trip, um, COVID obviously kicked in and in Dubai, all the like 70% of revenue basically went from that business because the hotels and resorts just shut their doors immediately. Yeah. So yeah. tourism was over. Yeah, tourism was done. So Six Senses, Alila, Jablakdar, like all those luxury hotels, which we do quite good business with, just yeah. shot so that was all that revenue gone so that that was a really challenging time because we were supposed to obviously be take you know having that financial support to then yeah. uh, you know support us on that trip uh so it wasn't easy um so we've kind of pivoted into other things i mean we've got players business um which you know does okay but it yeah it's hard you just you just do we had to pivot and do other things basically yeah yeah because that's, that's what like it's a nice dream, isn't it? But you also you still need like revenue coming in yeah. to. Yeah. Is it is it as cheap to be on the road as 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 people would imagine, or is it a case of you sort of you can live? I mean, like normal life, right? I guess you can you can eat in expensive restaurants when you pull up in a place, or you can you know boil some baked beans and on on, on your stove. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting point because mm. we would always follow all these other people. And, you know, it's quite a thing. Like, so we put out how much earning, like how much we're spending each week and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember so that. Yeah. These other vanners and they would put out like they were spending 80 bucks a week on groceries. And we're like, what are you eating? What do you eat? Like $80 a week. Like, how do you live off? Like, I couldn't. We just did a shop. It was like 80 bucks for a few things. So, yeah. um, I mean, no. It's not cheap because we eat good food. So yeah. that's 
Like it's just that's our bigger biggest yeah. benefit. It's like you said, mate. You can do it any which yeah. way you want. A lot of the younger band likes they come out of university yeah. and they're still on university mo- mode eating beans or whatever on toast or whatever they want to do. That's fine for them. Exactly. But that's not gonna be for us because we are pretty healthy, bunch yeah. of people. Well, we want decent food and we want like good food um, and other things that go with it. You know, so we're not like twenty anymore. So yeah. Uh, and then now we've got a baby to throw into the mix. Yeah. Eniac, so that is just great stuff every day. And that's like expensive to say the least. You know? <laughs> um, let alone chucking every single meal on the floor. So, But yeah, no, I think it's about the same price as living in a house. Like, it's yeah, not like... It would be very, it'd be, it'd be a bit cheaper. You don't have the bills of a house. So yeah. like, yeah. you know, got petrol, but yeah. You got petrol, but yeah, you got your diesel, but you're, you know, we're pretty off grid. We've got a solar panel. So electricity is like, nothing um water's free um right. there are certain things that are cheaper than a house but it's yeah. not that cheaper yeah did you how does it work is there a lot of restrictions as to where you can park did you have to spend time in caravan parks with these old fuckers coming and asking you how you built your <laughs> van or were you able to so how do you put the i guess what i'm saying is how do you get that real freedom and and like you said claire like literally opening the door and there's whales there because this again this is the instagram dream isn't it you know no one's posting you know sat like camping in a fucking lay-by on a highway because oh, like a yeah <laughs> why didn't you post that yeah. <laughs> you open the door and it smells like piss because yeah. all the drivers come along and just have <laughs> so how do you put that route together or how did you go about like because obviously the dream is to wake up I, I guess, or my vision of it, correct me if I'm wrong, but the sort of van life dream is to wake up in paradise every single day, but it just doesn't happen. But how did you try to make it happen is the question. I think initially when we first hit the road, we were a bit nervous. So we did it all by the book. And then as we got more and more used to it, we just took more risks and um, like more calculated risks. You ask other people where you can park because in Australia, it's it's actually illegal to park up on the beach. Yeah. But you can park a couple of streets away and right. then you drive to the beach first thing in the morning. <laughs> so there's like little things that you do or you know where the, there's no park ranges and stuff yeah. and then you park on the beach. So it's just like, I guess, that the way we did it was we just spoke to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But this is, this is the stealth camping thing, right? Yeah. So stealth is like, you know, you just park anywhere you want, basically, and hope that a range doesn't. But there, there are certain things to it. You know that if you get up before 6.30 a.m., you, yeah. you're going to be good. The ranges only start at 7, 8 o'clock, right? right. So there are certain right. unwritten rules that you know that you'll learn along the way to be like, yeah, I can park there, and I'll get up early, and I'll be a, be on the beach, like, soon after. Like, you get Yeah, yeah. Um, so there are little things. And then there's free, there's apps that you use, like Wikicamp, so... It basically tells you all the caravan parks, all the free camps. There are lots of good free camps in Australia. Right. Um, Australia's infrastructure for camping and caravan is huge. It's a huge yeah. industry, right? So, yeah. so they put a lot of free camps up for tourism and all that kind of stuff. And so you can literally plot your route. You can say, you know, I'm going to be here in two hours, there in five hours, whatever it's going to yeah. be. Um, cool. your route. and then stealth camp kind of in between there if you want to do that stealth yeah. camp i love stealth. i love that did you yeah. um did you get busted by any rangers at all we didn't we never got busted by any range we got a ticket once didn't we? for speeding oh, for speed. oh, for speed. yeah okay forget that we, no, but we were you driving down. that day claire or was luke driving 
Definitely not. But he never drives. One of the roles, he's like, oh, I don't want to drive any day. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, come on. Let's preface this. I was uh, in the first trimester most of the time that we were on the road. Okay, and yeah, I, yeah. I was just asleep basically the whole time. So yeah, right. I could physically drive because I was just like nodding yeah, off at every moment. So that's that's my defense. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, that's probably a fair one, mate. I, yeah. I've, I've not experienced it myself, but I've I've heard <laughs> it's a bit rough driving in at that stage of pregnancy. <laughs> Were you, are you uh, are you allowed to sleep in? Are you allowed to lie down in the back? Would you get you'd get busted for that, wouldn't you? If you were laying down in the back when he was driving? Yeah, no, nah, we didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. You, you see a lot of the um, American van life is doing that kind of stuff and driving yeah. like, videos whilst driving. You can't do that in Australia; you'll get busted. So. Road rules are strict. When yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is probably which is probably a nice thing. So, what yeah. on this on the first sort of lap? What was your favorite place where should everyone be going to what's the best if you two or two or three because one's okay. probably a bit harsh well bear in mind we still haven't done the full lap we still haven't yeah. done the way or you know we've done a bit of the nt but still haven't done a lot of it um yeah what's your favorite couple of places oh, that's so hard i mean it was all insane like we couldn't i i personally was blown away from new south wales because we all know like queensland's good yeah and- yeah yeah all that sort of stuff. But New South Wales, like every single beach, like literally is awesome. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, like in Queensland, 7070 Agnes Water is really quiet kind of beach town up there. Yeah, You've got a bit of surf. It's just got a really nice atmosphere, cool, chill people. you got the palm trees, the tropical vibes as well. Um, it's just a nice, relaxed beach town. Um, and then you got... Like the sunny coast obviously is nice. And then northern New South Wales, I think the hinterland there is beautiful, like around yeah. Mount Warning. Um, like if you're into your hiking and your trail running, you can't go wrong with hinterland of northern yeah. New South Wales. It is beautiful. And yeah. then on the coast of that of northern New South Wales as well, like Habarita, Hastings Point, um, even up to Tweed, it's like you've got beautiful beaches, beautiful stretches of beach. So yeah. Yeah. Like Australia's just great for beach. I mean, we're, we're about to do another trip of southern New South Wales, so south of Sydney. Um, and it's, um, we did Jarvis Bay last time, which is like one of the nicest beaches in the world, apparently, whitest white sand in the world, apparently. Um, right. And it's stunning. You get there and it's just like paradise. You know, like this is, you know, you're not going to the Maldives to get it. It's just on the east coast of Australia. And and it's like that a lot of the places, to be honest. Yeah, like, it's cool. all good. And like, yeah. we were, I think also coming from Dubai as well, like I just had a newfound respect for Australia because I was like, oh my God, just like I can't get over the nature here. Like yeah. even though I was born and raised in Australia, it's just like you forget. And mm. I just like, it's just so good. So I, I can't, it's just everywhere. There is yeah. no way I'm going to let Holly listen to this show. <laughs> she, um, I don't know how you guys aren't over here already. Uh, I'm sure she's pumping at the bit to get back home. Right, it's a whole other show. Probably a whole <laughs> other <laughs> therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, the, where I was going with that is if we set out to buy the van to travel Australia to figure out where to live, we haven't really figured out where to live yet then. Well, we did. We oh, did. we did. Okay, so where we, are we, we going to live? We kind of did of our initial, it's not even a half a lap because we did get around the yeah. middle. But, <laughs> but we, we pulled the trigger. We, like, we loved the sunny coast because 
we there were places that we loved, but it just didn't have enough. Like it didn't have Woolworths, for example. Like yeah, like the main some, supermarket. Like Claire's like my food is like and you know probably similar to Holly's. Like right, like, I need my Woolies, I need my Coles, I need good food. Yeah, my like, market. And so so straight away, seventeen seventy and Agnes Waters, which was the place I kind of liked, was off like that was out of the question so yeah. you know in 10 years it's going to be good i don't i can't don't have the foresight like i want it i want my family market it now. and i want the woolies now you know yeah. so good so we have to have a, a bit of supermarket infrastructure i guess um yeah and so we found a place in the sunny coast obviously noosa and where you guys have got a place yeah. that's stunning it's beautiful around there but, yeah. but it pricey now like we're talking like mega bucks so you guys are sitting on yeah yeah we uh that was yeah i mean it's just the timing thing isn't it it's ridiculous timing thing and 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 what was funny is that throughout covid prices were soaring in regional places so yeah both outwards prices were going up 30 40 percent because people realized they didn't want to live and work in cities anymore so everyone yeah. from melbourne and sydney is like Moving where up. the hell can i move to oh, i can move to the sunny coast i can move more regional than that yeah and prices are going 30 40 percent above market value and we so that outpriced us initially yeah yeah uh, or ultimately um but we eventually found uh kawana waters which is a place in the sunny coast kind of just south of malulaba and maruchidor um, which we kind of fell in love with because it's a really quiet little pocket. Um, two seconds to the beach. Two seconds to the beach. Wow. And nice. so we put a deposit down on a new build there. So it's off plan. So it's oh, actually wow. being built as we speak. Um, and it's just a, a two bed unit. It's got a little garden for Bo. Uh, but it's just such a good location. Like it's two minute walk to the beach right across from the mall. Wow. Uh, like amazing location yeah. and wow. um yeah it's just beautiful around there so and so we're going to be neighbors then we're yeah. going to be neighbors so get over <laughs> here you know get, Holly to get, get you over here and we'll oh, uh, <laughs> it's a disaster <laughs> we'll talk about that another time let's yeah, keep moving time. because you then you you've landed up back at at, at claire's mom's place down down in melbourne and yeah. you are on to van number two is that because like everything wasn't square in van number one, mate? And the, the OCD's got the better of you? Or why have we bothered? Why are we buying another van? Little, little rough edges were just getting to my head. I was just like, what is going on? I tried to walk out another 70 grand for a new van just to fix it all. Um, so come on, we're, we're like, we've got this really good deal with like, um, it's like Airbnb for vans. It's called Capital I, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're basically renting out our van and we're, it, you know, it's doing really well. So we're like, why not just let's do another van so yeah. we can keep this one rented and keep traveling. So that's the real story. It's kind of like a little business venture. Essentially. Yeah. Like we, we just need to keep things ticking along and loads of people want to buy our van or they want to hire it. And we're like, well, we don't want to sell our van and not have one because we love traveling and having the freedom to travel in a van. So we'll build a new one and then we'll yeah. have the flexibility to either sell the other one or keep hiring it out or sell this yeah. one. It just gives us options. But this, this is just like the most beautiful, simplistic entrepreneur mindset ever. Yeah. And in it. like three yeah. years, you've got four vans yeah, and yeah. it just I, I i never so obviously i was doing a little bit of research so i'd be kind of ready for the show and I, I, I followed the story i knew a lot of it but i was like i need to dig into it and yeah i i ended up on that site like 
camp, whatever it is. And, and, and I'm like, this is just like you explained it, Claire. This is Airbnb and your van even has a name. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but it's mental, right? Yeah. How? And what? It was, like, it, was, it was weird because we kind of stumbled upon it. Um, when we got, when Claire was pregnant with Bo, we had to get back because of a couple of complications with the pregnancy. So we had to have some doctor's appointments down in Melbourne. And we were like, so we weren't in the van. And then someone said, just hire it out on Camplify. You get such good money for, for it because it's such a, like, a nice van. And so I looked into it and then I approached them and they're like, oh, do you want to do some content stuff with us as well? And it's just kind of like, like it kind of just wow. worked out really well. So we do a little bit of content for them and we hire it out and it just, you know, it That's works awesome. really well as a partnership. And so, yeah, we're on to this van number two. And like and- you said, five-year plan, we'll have a few more vans. <laughs> by the time i get down there you'll you'll have various options and i'll be able to rent yeah. sort of one or the other depending if i've got any money left at, at that point yeah, <laughs> but... we'll do a smith street paleo van where you get yes. like, oh, paleo treats as you go and do little like cool epic like running tours and adventures <laughs> marcus takes all his little retreats uh, oh, can you imagine so, so what's good. the what's the like are you going along the mindset of last time we did this that was a mistake we're doing it like this or is there a different like what's the approach now and what is there a different objective building your second van yes (laughs) i mean it's to be honest we love our first van so there's not actually too much we're changing but it's more like little things like before like luke used old school like hinges this time we're using like spanky hinges you know like it's like stuff like that it's just it's very small but it's things that we've learned but also stuck with the layout like last time i did i didn't realize that there's a standard height to like a countertop bench and so when i chopped the legs off and I just drilled the cabinets into the floor. So I used like kind of two by four, but bigger yeah. um, into the flooring. And then obviously, so I put, so I built all the units like that and then realized I'm quite, quite tall for these units. I'm having to bend over quite far to do these dishes every night. This is like cranking my back out. No. So things like that that you don't realize. So I built them at like 81, 82 centimeters and standard heights like 90. And I'm like not a small guy. So yeah. that's annoying, right? So so it's little things like that where it's and also the sink is underneath the upper cabinetry. So right. I've got to not only bend down, but then bend into the upper cabinetry. So it's like hitting me <laughs> on the forehead. So it's just not an ideal situation. So it's little things like that. We changed the layout around the sink's gonna be. Um, where the sliding door is so you can like wash your dishes as you're watching the surf or the ocean or whatever you want to do right uh, little things yeah and then we'll have a bigger not- bigger kind of seating area and stuff but yeah not a lot yeah and how are you incorporating like where's Bo's bed and how's Bo fitting into this new van is that a consideration or is you're just going to wing that it's such, such yeah. a good question because yeah. we haven't thought about it yeah and we've got our way out like nailed in no i mean <laughs> <laughs> there's a we're doing like a sort of couch like a right. sofa like a chaillon or whatever you call it yeah so yeah. yeah and it's like an l shape so you know you can just pop up a little ledge there um but realistically he's in our bed most of the time anyway so it's right. like it's still <laughs> co-sleep he's a little yeah maniac, exactly but... so it's just i mean will he use that who knows? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is, is there a timeline to get sort of back on the road and and actually try and 
complete what what you set out to do yeah there luke set a timeline of end of feb which is looking okay for, for, the, for the band build to be complete yep. this, this one and then after that get back <coughs> on the road and get over to wa get to sa mabel goop go up through the guts to nt and then over to wa um from there depending on the timing so that would work out seasonally wise if we stick to the timing so yeah hopefully you know, this time next year, we'll have done the rest of all that. Yeah. I heard and have seen that WA has something that maybe I, I haven't done what you guys have done, obviously, but when I, when I look at some of the beaches and the landscapes that WA has to offer, it's quite, like North of Perth is something yeah. pretty, yeah. pretty un, quite remote, but Pretty unreal. Yeah. You must be quite excited to, because it, it seems like you you really know what's going on 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 the east coast, but the west coast is is probably a little bit less explored, I guess. I don't know. You're you, yeah. So that must be quite exciting. Yeah. So I mean, the west coast just looks like insane. Like we've done, we got married officially in Perth, so we've done a like, little bit of here and there, but. Like actually exploring, I mean, the beaches are just insane and the wildlife as well. Like apparently Ningaloo Reef and stuff is way better than Great Barrier Reef. And yeah, like it's just so, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to get over there. So, yeah, we just want to get this done. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like, uh, uh, for me, even the first time around when we were supposed to get to WA, it was the one state I was really looking forward to. I just couldn't wait to get over there to get to Exmouth. Uh, Ningaloo, uh, like even south down um, to Esperance, like Esperance is like unreal. Like, I don't know if you've wow. been, but no. I can't wait for that particular area, kind of south of Margaret River, and then around the coast again. So I'm super pumped for it, mate. And we may spend even longer there. Uh, you know, like plans we'll change. We'll see how our build goes because the problem with our house or our unit that we bought that's off plan and still being built is yeah australia's had a complete cock up in terms of the building industry here and because of covid materials importing them yeah. so it's been a, a year more than a year's delay 15 month delay on our build wow. so we're now sitting like our, our deposits obviously stuck in, in that and we're yeah. like okay so we'll just pick going around in the van again we'll just go and live in wa for a bit i don't, wow. I don't know Australia is the oyster and we'll just see where we end up, I guess. Do you think, do you ever sort of think that you've pulled the trigger too early buying a place up, up in Queensland or that you might find your paradise and your Woolworths over the other side or somewhere yeah, else? I mean, <laughs> yes, I do think that. I'm that, like, yeah. WA, I'm sure we're going to find a few spots over there and I'll just, that's why I'm like trying to save a bit of money because I want to buy a bit of land. Buy another one. <laughs> yeah, buy another one. But that's what Lucas always wanted to be WA, but I'm like, oh, it's too, like, I do, but it's like, we may as well just be in a different country. Like, <laughs> we'll yeah. see how, we'll see how that one pans out. Yeah. One yeah. thing that I don't like asking, but I do, I kind of think it might apply here. You'll probably say no, but are there, do you have any regrets? Do you ever sort of look at it and look at, the light, like linking back to leaving Dubai and stuff. Do you ever sort of look back and go, geez, it was pretty comfortable there. Everything was good. Like it's great here, but it'd be nice to be back. Or are, are there any of those feels after living here for 10 years or so? Um, like, yes and no. Like, no, I absolutely don't regret anything because yeah. I don't genuinely believe in regrets. Like, I yeah. feel that like our life is incredible and 
yes, we're completely different people now. Like we're very much rather than living for the dollar, we're living for the life. Yeah. Um, and I love That's that. Awesome. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, I mean, definitely at times you're like, oh, shit, it would just be nice just to have like, you know, all that expendable cash that we used to in Dubai and like, you know, the have a cleaner and yeah, <laughs> someone like, that comes around the house every now and then, you know, a pool at the bottom of your building, gym, yeah. sports, sports, <laughs> you know, like a gym, I haven't seen a gym in years, you know, like it's, it's yeah. those little things that you take for granted living in Dubai and you're just like, it's yeah. such a creature comfort. But also just the ease, I think, like, I I found it a little bit tough to make friends here in Oz. Yeah. Um, and that's been tough, I think. I think that's also, I mean, I've entered motherhood. I've also, you know, um, you know, it's been on the road. Yeah. But it's like Dubai is just so easy to make genuine, like, good friends. And, like, everyone you meet is is on the same wavelength as you. Yeah. Whereas the time feel like it's you know it's sort of a bit hit and miss which is yeah <laughs> there's things I do miss which is yeah friends and I guess a bit what about you yeah I mean there's elements to it but I think ultimately for me I don't regret it at all and I love being in Australia I love the lifestyle I love you know having a van and traveling around and freedom and just doing a little random entrepreneurial pursuits like the van business and yeah. cooking yeah. up other ideas and doing other things and you know, and to be parents now, I think I wouldn't want, you know, and no disrespect to anyone's bringing up kids in Dubai because I think it's an amazing place to bring up kids. But yeah. I think from a nature and just all around holistic perspective, Australia, it's hard to oh, be mate. He's so a dirtbag, like an absolute. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I'm so with you, mate. I think, like, if anything, you'll look back at the – what's happened in the coming couple of years and what you've given to Bo like mm. is just, you can't, you can't even compare that to, to sort of how kids grow up here. Like, yeah, it's super yeah, safe here. It. There's great education. There's this, that, and the other, but yeah. yeah, it's, and not everyone will get that, but I totally get it. I'm like, when I see yeah. like, you know, little, Little, uh, what is little Vegemites, as Holly calls them, running around in Australia, yeah. dirt everywhere. And, you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. it, it's, um, do you think, and I'm sure it has, but based on what you say, Claire, like with friendships, has, how's your relationship with each other changed? Like you, your house has gone from a flat to like this tiny space to, I, I know it's not all plain sailing. And I know you're both really chilled out, but I know it's not all plain sailing. We'd be lying. But how's your relationship with each other changed? I think, like, it's tough because there's been a lot of big, huge changes like parents, <laughs> which is fucking stressful. Um, but I think when we're in the van, we are our happiest and we actually get on real well. Like, and it's quite funny because when you speak to people on the road, they're like, it's so stressful. We can't be with each other because you're under each other's skin 24 seven. Like you have no break from each yeah, other. Yeah. But I find that we actually get along way better. Like in a house, that's when we actually struggle with each other. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we're like, oh, cool. you're so fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but when we're on the road, I'm like, oh, I actually like you. You have the chance to counter that, Luke, and tell her oh, it's all mate. nonsense if you want. I can't be countering that, mate. It's, uh, no, I, honestly, I feel the same, though. We, we, It's funny because it's, it's a different lifestyle. Like, you don't have the outside 
things that come with living in a house. Like you don't have the news on. Like you, you wake up to nature. It's free. You're all about like doing your different roles within the van, or and it just works really well. And even though you're living on top of each other, obviously Claire and I know each other really well because yeah. we've been together a long time, and so we're not just a young couple jumping into van life. Yeah. Um, but I think if anything, it makes us. It's probably made us closer. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's worked for us, but it doesn't work for a lot of people. Yeah. We know people that have broken up after doing van life because it's. You know what they say is like if you want to test a relationship, go traveling. If you want yeah. to really on there and fucking live in a van together, <laughs> so like, that's you're on each other's toes twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not easy, but I think you can come out of it like a lot stronger. Yeah. Um, and it can be a beautiful lifestyle for a lot of people if you appreciate that that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, if you like nature and like you know waking up at six a.m. and you like being active, outside. like you've got, you would love it, you know. Yeah. But um, so it's yeah. not for everyone, and that's yeah. cool. Cause you don't want to freaking millions yeah. of bands on the road either. So exactly. yeah, no, it's on honestly, guys. I, I, it's super inspiring, and and I think if you. If we try and sort of put a lot of things in context, leaving Dubai is life-changing for some people. COVID coming is obviously huge. The unknown, going into something you had no clue about, Luke, obviously the complications with with babies. And like, I actually didn't know some of that. And I'm just sat here going, fucking hell. And like, you're still just, yeah, it's such a, but now when, and this is often the case in life, isn't it? Like a couple of years on, you sort of look back and you made it and everything's good. But when you actually create a little bit of context around it and now you have Bo and now you're in the second van, it's just, it's so, honestly, it's super inspiring. And I and I think that's really what I wanted people to hear from the show is like, mm-hmm. you just get on with it. And like you said, Claire, like regrets are like, they're a bit pointless in a way. You just yeah. kind of, you know, and, and we've we've agreed it's not all plain sailing, but it's kind of you've got to where you are, and now you're building another van, and you, you know you've you've created another human being who loves being out there, and you love having, and I I think it's it's wild, it's wild. My my last question to you is, where does it when does it stop? Where do we where are we going on this? Like, okay, we're going now to Western Australia, Southern Australia. We've got to do this lap and we've got this place. But is there any because we're told, and the reason I ask that is we're always told like we need to have a plan. We need to, you know, what's the five-year plan? What's this and that? So I don't think my gut feeling would be that you guys don't have one, and that's cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> so it might not be an easy question to answer. But do you do you ever think, fuck, like, where is where are we in five years? Like, what's going to be happening? Yeah, I mean, Silent. that's what's going to be happening. <laughs> no. uh, you want to say- well, I didn't have an answer. So, <laughs> so what five years? It's a long time. Um, but essentially, we want to be we want to be more settled. Like, Bo's going to be like six, six and a half by that time. So he's going to yeah. be in school. A lot of people homeschool their kids from. Um, living in the van and, and you know family living within the van lifestyle is huge at the moment people homeschool and then they do social things along the way and it works brilliantly and the kids love it and the parents love it wow. and it's inspiring like you said it's inspiring to watch us which we appreciate and it's you should see that some of the families that are doing it, three four we know a family with five kids living in a bus on the road homeschooling and we're like that sounds like madness chaos how are you hoping doing that how are you living like that 
Like, how do you even just get through a day? Well, yeah. it's amazing what they do and that the life that they live together as a family unit on the beach, having fun, obviously homeschooling, getting ed- education at the same time is, is incredible. So there's that as an option. I don't think we'll be, we'll be going down that route, let's say, but we'll, you know, we, we, we want to, I think our end goal is we want to have a base. We want to have a home somewhere, you know, probably on the sunny coast. We maybe yep. have a bit of land somewhere else that we love in WA. Who knows? Um, but ultimately, I do think we're both travellers at heart. So yeah. being settled yeah. in one spot might be a bit suffocating for both of us, I feel. Um, yeah. But that is the dream. But is it? I don't know. Well, it's 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 always have access. We'll always have a van or maybe be a caravan if we have, you know, another kid and we need more space um, yeah. later on in life uh, or later on down the line. Um, we'll always need something to, you know, do like a month. Like we're going away for a month next week because... I'm just like, this build is hard. Like, it's on my own this time. And I'm like, let's just go away for a month and I'll crack on when we get back. Um, (laughs) Having the freedom to be able to do that is really nice. And that's what I want for us going forward. So wherever our home is, if it's in the sunny coast or somewhere else in Australia, to always have a van or a caravan and we can just nick off like for a few weeks or do whatever we want, basically. do longer. It's incredible. It's honestly incredible. I think we could probably talk all day, guys. It's honestly... It's super, it is, it's super inspiring, I think, because, and you guys have have, have seen it and heard it and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I wish I'd have done this. Whereas we're sat today talking and you've just done stuff and like, yeah, for your business to go through the floor for miscarriages, I just trying to put it all together. And I, I need time. I need time to to yeah. think about it. No, because it's it's huge, you know, and yeah. a lot of things that and and I know that's what scares people off. But at the end of the day, your your personalities and 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 your approach to it, you've just gone. It'll be okay, and everything is okay. And I think that's yeah. the most inspiring thing about it all. You've just gone. We'll figure it out, and you know, it's it's ah, it's awesome. I appreciate it. It's it's been well, a really cool conversation. It's really wicked. Thanks, man. I appreciate you saying that. And it, it's it's like one of the main questions we get is like, how do you how do you live on the road with a baby, and how do you build your own van? Was well, like I I knew as much as you know at the yeah. time that I did it. I literally learned. I just put the time in, and I wanted to do. It. I wanted to get it done. So I just went on YouTube and I went on Instagram and I just started okay. doing stuff. And you make mistakes along the way, and then you fix it and just fucking crack on. And that's <laughs> that's life in every respect. It's like how do you start a fitness, you know, gym yeah. business? Like yeah. you just you had to start somewhere, and you probably made a couple of mistakes along the way, and you fixed yeah. them, and you moved into an epic business. It is now and that's just life right that's yeah. how we get done and so that's always been my mentality for everything that i do and that's why i was like the one kicking claire into gear with like let's just get over to australia let's make it happen and we'll figure out where we want to live and and that's it's beautiful it. yeah it's, it's cool. really cool, cool. Yeah. it's really cool folks should go and check you out van life obviously not australia but straya <laughs> <laughs> obviously for anyone that doesn't get that joke please learn it i will put a link to that in the show notes and go and check out what these guys are doing i'll also put a link to the van version of airbnb which i was super blown away by you can go and have a look at around there rent a van and if you really want to folks you can go and rent dandy it's this really nice van that these these two beautiful people have built but guys absolutely awesome thank you so much for your time that was that's wicked really cool thanks so much for having us thanks for a lot for having us mate appreciate it